Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Going Rounds podcast. Sorry about that. I feel like I have uh, chapstick all over me because my lips are all chapped. <laughs> um, I am here back again. Um, I am out of town again for work. So I've been working out in the wind. That's why my lips are all chapped. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, trying to get through everything. Um, there we go. That's better. So, you know, I'm battling through like always. Not as many problems this week, though. Just, you know, little hiccups here and there. But getting through it like usual. At least I got the going rounds background. <laughs> I don't have the cool lights or the good stuff to look at back there. But, you know, we make do with what we got. Um, yeah, so another week, uh, last week was pretty crazy with, uh, the pay-per-view, you know, uh, hopefully you watched it because it was, it was one for the books for sure. It was a pretty damn good fight and a pretty damn good card all around pretty much. Um, if you didn't know, spoiler alert, <laughs> but you probably know by now that uh, Israel Adesanya lost his belt. What was that? Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, man. If it's not one thing, it's another. I have no idea what that noise was. As long as nobody's trying to get in my room, we're all good. Yeah, no, we'll take a drink just to get it back on track. Um, yeah, so anyway, Israel lost his belt. Uh, Alex Pajeda took that from him, beat him for a third time in their career, I should say, because the two previous fights were in kickboxing. So, yeah, Alex has his number, man. I don't know if Izzy, I don't know if Izzy can ever get over that. You know, he looked a lot better this time. Not that's not true. The last fight they had in kickboxing, I didn't watch every single round of that fight, but I did watch a bunch of highlights and I did, you know, look into it a bit because, you know, I wanted to see like how it went down and what happened and how Izzy lost. And uh, what the hell is all the background on? Drive me crazy. Anyway, um, but yeah, Izzy was winning that fight too. And, you know, I don't know, something happened somehow, some way. He just let his guard down and he uh you know, he got dropped. That's that's all there is to it. The the first time he got knocked out by him in kickboxing, it was a out cold, stiff kind of KO. So this time with Izzy, you know, it was uh it was more of accumulated punches and him getting rocked. He says he didn't get rocked as bad as people thought and and he thought maybe the stoppage didn't have to happen like maybe he could have kept going and kept fighting but it is what it is you know um sometimes they just look out for the well-being of the fighter i guess when it comes down to the refs and sometimes they let it go um, it depends on how well they know the fighter. It depends on how bad those shots might have looked. Alex Pajeda is a fucking wrecking ball when he when he starts punching, and 
when he uh when he's actually landing those shots flush that's i i mean maybe to the ref it seemed a lot worse maybe to the ref uh is he pretty much might have looked like he was about to drop and maybe he decided to save him i don't know to me i'm not sure would have changed anything if they would have let it keep going but you know is he thinks so but he's not that bad about it you know um he actually he actually was pretty gracious in the defeat i guess you could say he he wasn't a sore loser you know um he took it he took it pretty well and you know i i actually posted uh actually posted um the post fight uh press conference just a clip of izzy talking about the the loss and how you know how he felt and all that good stuff and i was pretty impressed by the way he took that loss i mean he was kind of that way when he lost to for the first time in the ufc when he went up to light heavyweight he you know when he fought uh blakovic he lost to him and you know he took that like nothing too so that's just izzy he kind of feels like it is what it is it's part of the game and i i think that's cool i think it's it's nice you know it's not that he doesn't care it's just that you know he knows it's part of the game that they play i mean there's winning and there's losing and unless you're khabib or gsp gsp didn't even wasn't even undefeated he lost too but you know when you have so many wins you're bound to loss at some point and if not you're lucky to get out without losing so yeah um congrats to the new champ uh and we'll see how long that lasts there's a lot of talk about who's next or what's next you know is is he going to get the immediate rematch he says he needs a little bit of time but nothing crazy it sounds to me like he wants maybe three three months or so just to get his stuff together and figure out, you know, how he's going to get his belt back or whatnot. So I said, whatnot. Um, that was a topic of discussion in another podcast. <laughs> and I just said it and it reminded me. So Tommy, if you're watching, yeah, I just said it. Uh, anyway, damn, I forgot to move my big E there. It's kind of blocking the thing. Ah, well. Anyway, before we go too far, I want to remind everybody to uh, not to forget, if you're watching this live, it's because you probably have that notification bell clicked. But don't forget to like this video and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, and, you know, just do me the favor and, and like it, comment, you know, throw some comments in there. I, I don't usually watch the comments while I'm live. but I am looking into doing that because if, you know, people have questions while I'm on, you know, I could probably take a look over. I just haven't set it up yet or done it because I've been having all these problems lately. <laughs> I don't want to add another thing in the mix, but I think I will probably start um, watching those comments. So if anybody's watching live and wants to comment, go for it. Uh, and I'll try to, you know, answer anything that's asked or, or or discussed in the comments later uh until i get it up on the live stream but for now you know if you want to comment go for it 
uh if you if you are if you're watching just give it a like i just wanted to throw that in there a little earlier in case you uh bounce out before the end so <laughs> anyway back to it um yeah the rest of the card was pretty good i i felt bad for meatball molly she lost to aaron blanchfield but aaron blanchfield is a killer right now um she's a great wrestler and a, and and just great on the ground in general and uh it was just a bit too much for molly mccann so that kind of sucked to see her lose uh she's a fan favorite i guess you could say um she's all over the place so there's no way i i like her as a person i think all the interviews i've heard of her and watched you know all kinds of content of her i think she's cool i like her i think she's a she's a good fighter on her way to being a great fighter so you know one loss is it's not too big of a setback you know she she can uh i gotta stop saying you know that's another thing i gotta stop doing i interrupt myself because i say those things and it clicks in my head i'm like i just said that three times in a sentence so shut up with it <laughs> but yeah meatball lost that sucks uh but aaron blanchfield is is looking great right now and you know I'm wondering if they might fast track her a bit and give her, she's saying she wants somebody like between, you know, five and 10 in the rankings and then maybe somebody in the top five and then maybe somebody in the top three and then a title fight. Those were her words. If she beats the next opponent the way that she beat me, uh, Molly, yeah, she might get a title fight pretty quick. I don't think they're going to push her forward right now, but, you know, there it is again. <laughs> I got to find another filler word, or maybe I should just stop hesitating and keep talking. But, uh, yeah, she's on her way. If she keeps winning like she does, she's on her way to getting that title fight. But that's a tough opponent she's got ahead of her. And she's got other tough opponents ahead of her, but she's got uh, Valentina Shevchenko to try to get that belt from. So, and it's not an easy, it's not an easy feat. Uh, other fights, let's see. Uh, Carla Esparza lost her belt to Weili Zhang, or Zhang Weili, Zhang Weili. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those ones again. Um, but uh, Weili took that belt again so she's the champ again so that opens up some doors for other people um like uh rose rose namayunas who's beaten whaley twice already so i don't know if they're going to set up that fight right away i don't think they're going to give carla the immediate rematch because i don't i don't know that that was a great performance on her behalf. So I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to set something else up and, or maybe get Rose another fight and see how she works that out and maybe take her back to the belt against Whaley before she, you know, a lot of people are saying Whaley Zhang's going to keep the belt for a while um, because she just keeps looking better and better. But I don't know. Uh, the way I've seen her lose, I, I think she's come back and she has a new camp. She's working out with uh, Henry Cejudo in Arizona. So, I mean, that's a good thing, working out or wrestling a lot there for sure. We'll see what happens with her because 
it's kind of a toss-up right now. I've heard a lot of mix of things when it comes to that title. So. Uh, but the fight, <laughs> if you watched, you know what I'm talking about. The biggest fight. It was a shocker watching Izzy lose. But the biggest fight was Chandler versus Poirier. Because that was a hell of a fight. That was a war. That was everything it was expected to be. Neither one of those guys are ever involved in a boring fight. They're always coming out, moving forward, and ready to just make things happen. And it's always a bloody fight. And they're neither one of them are ever going to get out of there without getting something, something fucked up on their face or being bloody or, or something of that nature. So that was a great fight. I couldn't take my eyes off that fight. It was fantastic, really. And uh, the biggest thing was, you know, Chandler got busted up. And he's on top of Poirier. And I guess there was a lot of shit going down because Poirier called him a dirty motherfucker uh, after the fight and told him, he told him something that was kind of crazy. He said, I was scared to fight you, but uh, it was a healthy fear. Um, and, and he said some pretty, it, it was actually, I, I posted that too. So, you know, you can go check it out. But uh, the video um, shows the words on the screen of what they were saying, but you can hear it. You know, the, uh, dang it, uh, you can hear him and and hear what he's saying to Chandler. So I guess it was like respectful, but yet shit talking. But yeah, he told him he was scared. He, he was scared for that fight against him, but he made it happen. And he said it was a healthy fear. And that you know, it was kind of a respect thing that that's why he told him. That's what Poirier said. But uh, Poirier also said that Chandler was fish hooking him putting his fingers in his mouth and Poirier straight up said, I out of reaction. I, I bit his fingers as hard as I could. And he's like, I kind of blacked out and realized, Oh wait, I'm biting on his fingers. I probably shouldn't do that. And then he's like, but he won't get his fingers out of my mouth. So why not? <laughs> and, uh, which that was pretty crazy. I, I didn't really exactly see that happening, but Chandler Chandler's face was busted up. His nose was bleeding to all hell. And, uh, he basically, not as bad as um, Luke Rockhold did to Paulo Costa, but uh, he bled all over Poirier's face. He pretty much blew a bloody snot rocket on him, which sounds disgusting. Why, uh, go look it up if you haven't seen it. And if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, it was nuts. Uh, it was a crazy good fight. It was exciting. All the hype was true. Um, Everything was great about that fight, and I loved it. And it was one one of those ones that's going to go down in the history books as one of the greatest fights, for sure. At least in my opinion, and I think in everyone else's, because I haven't heard much different from everywhere else either. So I'm going to be moving a bunch because this chair is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> it is uncomfortable as shit. I've tried putting pillows. I've tried doing everything, and it just like I can't lean back because it feels like I'm going to fall backwards, which. I mean, good for the blooper reel, probably, <laughs> but I definitely don't want to find out. I'll knock everything over, so that won't be good. Uh, so yeah, if I'm moving around a bunch, I'm sorry. I'm going to be fidgety and shit, but it is what it is, because I'm out here just trying to keep this going and not miss a week due to shitty-ass hotel room and work. 
Uh, but yeah, that about that about wraps that up for UFC 281. You know, it was a great card all the way up and down. A lot of good fights from start to end. Um, I think the the it was like one of the biggest gates ever in MSG, and it would it had like every single fight in the main event or in the main card uh was a finish so there was no decisions in the main card which is pretty badass because normally you get at least a couple finishes if not the majority during the main card so that was good to see and that was that's what made it hella entertaining so i was happy with that fight it was a good fun one to watch and i even watched a couple of the fights over again which was nice because that's how much, I, well, I watched the Izzy fight again, and I watched the Poirier Chandler fight again. And then I watched the end of Esparza and Whaley, just because I wanted to remember how that kind of happened and went down. So, unfortunately, the one thing I forgot to mention was Frankie Edgar's retirement fight didn't go well. I don't know why they thought putting him with a guy who's 10 years younger than him would be a great idea. I don't know, man. They always the UFC always does this. I heard something about the fact that that uh, not Poirier, but Ed, Edgar actually chose that fight. I don't know that he handpicked that guy, but I think maybe he had some options on the table, and that's the one he chose. Maybe that's what they're saying. Either way, I, I it just fucking sucks. It sucks because I mean he got laid out again, out cold, nasty knockout, flying knee, pretty much. It sucks, man. It sucks seeing him go out like that. It's not that I wanted them to give him a can or to give him an easy-ass fight, but at least maybe not somebody who's on the come-up right now and is hungry. They always feed these guys to these hungry young lions that are out there ready to just kill. You know, of, of course it's the fight game and it is what it is, but I don't know. I just don't see it. I, I don't know why it has to happen that way. You know, like Edgar versus Dominic Cruz would have been a good would would have been a good matchup. And uh who else? I mean, a lot of the older guys have kind of a lot of guys are retiring. I mean, in the past few months, I think since I've started this podcast, there's been more more retirements than you know I had seen, or maybe I just wasn't keeping track before, but it just feels like a lot of retirements are happen happening lately. And that's probably due to the fact that a lot of the older guys are just on their way out, so that a lot of them are going to retire. But it is what it is. I mean, I hope Frankie finds, you know, I I heard that he, on his podcast, he talked about it and how it was devastating, which is understandable, you know, because you don't want to lose like that. You don't want to go out like that. It would be much better to at least lose on a decision, maybe not lose at all, get a win. Be able to put your gloves in the middle of the octagon, lay them down, have a post-fight interview, all that good stuff. And instead, you know, just got to kind of wake up and wonder what just happened. Pretty shitty. But once again, that's the name of the game, I guess. So, um, let's get into the other sad thing. From one sad thing to another. Now... Edgar losing that way sucks, and it was hard to watch, and it did suck to see. But he's, you know, he's gonna keep going. He's gonna move on and do whatever he's gonna do next, and he's gonna be fine. 
But there's some unfortunate news that came about this week, and that is um, Anthony Rumble Johnson passed away. And, you know, if you knew who Rumble was, he was a heavy, heavy-handed guy. He, he knocked bulls out like you, you couldn't believe. I mean, he, he put together wins, and he got to a title fight. But, you know, he could never put it together to, to win that title, which, you know, that kind of sucked because I always liked Anthony Johnson. He's, he was a great dude. He always seemed like a, a cool guy um to kind of be around you know and hang and hang out with it seemed like nobody ever had a bad word to say about him uh there's you know the the fight shit talking and whatnot but there it is again <laughs> i'm gonna laugh every time i say that because i say it here and there and we there's this whole thing about it and now now i catch myself saying it and it makes me laugh but i don't want to laugh right now because this sucks I, but I mean, you know, he was sick for a long time. Uh, he didn't really talk about too much what he, what was, you know, his health issues were, I guess you could say. Uh, he did have, he, he posted on Instagram a while back saying, I really wish I could, I should have, I should have brought that up. Um, he said, I really wish I could go in deeper about what's going on with my health right now. But I just got to say, I've never been so scared in my life of something. But I'm hoping to return soon. And that's all he said. So, uh, he had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is usually a treatable form of cancer. But, uh, let's see. He died due to organ failure. Um, uh, hemo. Oh man, I can't even say that. Lymphohistosis. It was a rare immune disorder. So, um, he was battling that for a while. You know, I I heard. Uh, I think it was one of his managers said that he was in a bad place. He basically, you know, wasn't doing well, and he was asking for prayers for Rumble so he could get better. And it just sucks. It sucks to see him go that way. He was 38, so he way too young to be dying, you know, like that. I just I hate to see it, man, because Rumble was Rumble was cool. He's one of those guys that I followed for a long time. You know, he was in a movie called uh, Warrior. If you ever watched that, there was a few different fighters and a few different notable people in that movie, and he was one of the guys that played in Warrior. Obviously, he was just a fighter in the movie. And he was, you know, one of the main one of the main fights throughout the movie. But uh Yeah. I'm just sad to see that he went, man. He was one of those guys that I didn't want to ever see something like that happen to. So I would have loved to have seen him get a belt. You know, he went over to Bellator and he was fighting over there. But yeah. It just one of those things. I couldn't believe it when I first saw it. I saw a Twitter uh a Twitter notification popped up and it said something about, you know, RIP Anthony Rumble Johnson has passed away. I'm like, no way. Cause I, I kinda forgot that he that he uh he was sick. 
it was just one of those things where he's kind of been inactive for a while, but it's because he's been sick. So I had kind of forgotten. But of course, as soon as I saw that, I started looking things up and I see another Anthony Johnson has died, which was uh, uh, he was on Friday and a few other movies. Um, a comedian who's pretty funny. He's the guy that uh, would walk around with his hat all sideways. Talking about, you know, Smokey. Always always running around with Smokey trying to, to rob stuff. That guy, if you remember him from Friday, the first Friday movie. Anyway, I guess he had passed away a couple days before, so there was all that going around. I was like, are people getting this confused? But then I started seeing all the MMA, you know, journalists and stuff start tweeting about it and i'm like damn man it's not you know it's not a mix-up rumble actually passed away so um condolences to all his family and friends and i i hate to see it it sucks but i wanted to make sure i mentioned it here because i loved rumble as a fighter and as a as a person in general and it sucks to see him go i would have loved to see him fight more and just be able to live and do what he wanted to do but I guess that's how life goes. So R.I.P. Rumble. Um, and you know the saying always goes, Rumble, young man, rumble. So we won't forget you, Anthony. And yeah, rest in peace, man. So uh, yeah, it sucks to move on from that. I should have saved that for the end. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but I did want to, I did want to, bring that up right away so on that note here's to you rumble and we'll move it along we'll bring it up a little bit sorry about that so we'll get into UFC Vegas 65 Lewis versus BVAC um Lewis hasn't fought in a bit but uh, he's definitely due for a win. He's kind of been up and down a lot. And, I mean, that's kind of how Darius Lewis, Lewis fights. But, yeah, I think I think he needs to get a win right now. Uh, otherwise, it might not be good. He hasn't been looking that well. And it looks like he just gives up in fights. And it sucks to see because he's a great fighter. He's one of those heavy hitters. Because, of course, this is a heavyweight fight. And he's one of those big dudes that you're like, you've seen him do it before. Uh, one hitter, quitter, knockouts. But man, Spivak is not is no joke either. And if he does what I think he might do, you know, he might take him down. And we all know what happens to Lewis when he gets taken down. It's not good. He says it himself all the time. He's not great on the ground. And Spivak does this to people takes him down gets him on the ground ground and pounds him out so unfortunately when Derek Lewis gets put in this position it's he doesn't do well he covers up and it's kind of over quick so I think he could take more punishment if he wanted to but I think he gets frustrated and I don't think he knows how to get out of a lot of that so Spivak does this to him it might be over quick uh so I hope Lewis stands there, stands up, uh, and is smart about how he fights and doesn't 
swing some crazy punches and, you know, gets off balance and take it down quickly. And, uh, oh, man, my shoulder is killing me. <laughs> I'm sitting in this crappy chair, so I haven't even been here that long in front of the camera, but I've been here prepping for all this for a while, so uh, I feel like Spivak is beating my ass right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see this happen. Be, uh, oops. Because Lewis, this is the kind of shit Lewis does. But in this fight right here, he was getting his ass whooped before this happened. So this was like last minute, Hail Mary, overhand right, crazy looping punch. And he drops, uh, who was that? I can't remember that dude's name. Can't see his name on the show either. Damn it. I remembered earlier. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, I was trying to see. Anyway. Yeah, this was like third round, I think, end of the, close to the end of the fight. He was kind of getting worked the whole fight. And then he comes out with this big looping punch, knocks him down, round and pounds him out, ends the fight right there. So, you know, if this is something Lewis can get away with and do, that's good. When he gets up there for title fights, it's not going to help him. But, you know, maybe he can buy himself some more time. Hopefully he's working it out in his camps. Uh, what we all look forward to <laughs> are his celebrations when he does win. Because he does... I mean, look at him. He looks like a fucking animal right there. That's scary as shit. I just got knocked out or, or just got rocked trying to get up. And I see this happening across the way from me by the guy that just did it to me. I'd be like, am I, am I in a fucking nightmare? Did I, am I going to get killed? <laughs> Because that's scary as shit. I haven't seen him do this one in a while. But he almost always has some kind of funny-ass remark to make. Like, my balls is hot. If you remember that one. I just posted that earlier. So, uh, if, you, if you're if you on Facebook and you uh, are following me on Facebook, check it out. Relive the uh, my balls is hot moment. Hilarious. But yeah, I want to see Derek Lewis get that win. Spivak is, is good, but... I don't, I'm just not that big of a fan of his. I like Derek a lot. I just wish that he would put together a good string of wins and, and kind of get rid of that. I don't want to say give up mentality, but I want to say he just kind of gives up. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how else to describe it. I don't want to see him do that anymore. I want to see him excel and do well and win and get himself in a position to fight for a title again and hopefully be successful once it is what it is i don't know that he's i don't know that he's going to be in i mean he already halfway retired once so i don't know how much longer he's going to be in the game but i'd like to see him get some good wins before he decides to move on um so besides that we have Kennedy and Zechiku versus Ian Kutalaba, which this should be a pretty damn good fight because Kennedy is a he's like a brawler. So he comes at you and is definitely there to fight and not fuck around. But so is Kutalaba. I covered him a few cards ago. I think he fought like a few months ago, really. Uh but yeah, that should be a pretty decent fight. Chase Sherman. Versus uh, Waldo Cortez Acosta. I'm not sure who Acosta really is. I mean, he's 8-0. So, uh, Chase Sherman's 
16 and 10. That's a kind of a salty record, but um, he's a pretty good fighter, and he's, his nickname's a Vanilla Gorilla. Always makes me laugh. I believe that's who. Yeah, that's who. That's what his name is. I always have to second guess myself because I get every all these fighters mixed up. But yeah, that that's definitely him. Uh, if Sherman does what he usually does, I, he's got a good good chance in this one. But I don't know much about Acosta, so yeah. I mean, just watching Chase Sherman fight is good enough for me. Um, Andre Fialo versus Muslim Salikov. I know Fialo a little bit. Um, I think he's a, a pretty good grappler, jiu-jitsu guy. Um, and then, and that Mada Madalena versus Danny Roberts. Jack Della Man, that's a tongue twister. Um, yeah, but there's your main card and. That's going down Saturday. I believe they said the main card was like, it's a little earlier. You know, it's not like super early during the day, but it's a little bit earlier in the afternoon. So maybe like four, four or five-ish is the main card, something like that. I can't remember. I just remember thinking that's a little earlier than usual. But this is taking place in Vegas at the Apex. So they always do random times for those fights. Uh, Yeah, that about wraps that one up. You know, it's not a huge card. Um, I'm excited to watch Lewis fight again, see what happens there. You know, those first two, those top two fights are pretty good. Chase Sherman, like I said, not a bad card, but not very deep. Um, let me see. Who else is prelims? Uh, Jennifer Maya and Marina Moroz. That's a pretty good fight for the, for the women's uh, flyweight. Marina Moroz. Uh, ranked number 15. Jennifer Maya's ranked number 8. So, we'll see how that one goes because that's actually interesting to me. Looks like Moroz is the favorite. Minus, well, barely. Minus 190, plus 160. So, the higher ranked fighter is actually the favorite in this one. Could be interesting. Uh, Vince Morales versus Miles Johns. That could be a good one. I don't know Morales very well, but Miles Johns is a great fighter. Uh, and he's the favorite as well. Let's see, that is Bantamweight. Uh, oh, Ricky Tercios, uh, the Ultimate Fighter winner from a couple years back, is fighting Kevin Natividad. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That's one of those guys. I'm I, Even looking at his picture, like, you know, sometimes you look at someone's picture and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I've seen that dude fight. Nah, I don't know who that is. But Tercios is the is the favorite. Uh, Vanessa De Demopoulos. Oh, she's the <laughs> she's the ex stripper chick that has like a book, like the Bi the stripper's Bible book. I don't know. I hear about it all the time when people talk about her. But she's the she's the little chick that jumped into Joe Rogan's arms when she won that one time, a couple fights back, I think. Pretty funny. Rogan's expression is hilarious. Um, but she's fighting another fighter I've never heard of. Maria Oliveira? Even looking at her, I don't know. Uh, that's about it from a couple other fights down there. But that about wraps that one. So, like I said, not a super deep card, but interesting enough to catch. I'll, I'll watch it regardless at some point. Take and choose my fights. I'll watch all the way through and then maybe catch some highlights of the others. So, 
it's kind of a lot of uh kind of a lot of combat sports fighting going on this weekend we've got one two three four organizations i'm covering today and there might even be some boxing but i didn't really look it up like i said i'm out of town for work and it's been a little hectic so along with the other podcasts i've done this week just making sure i'm you know actually uh actually able to gather all my info and stuff and then uh actually being able to do all the other podcasts i mean and then i'm working late too so it is it's crazy well who the hell cares nobody cares about what i'm doing over here i'm just saying it's been a little rough but next we got uh one championship on prime video one or i'm i'm on prime video so it's one on prime video four i always try to say what they're actually called but that's a that's a lot to say i mean one championship is good enough right their name is one it's not hard but you put it all together and put one on amazon prime video four that's a lot to say so yeah it gets to be tough um just wanted to check something here okay good yeah all right so with this fight just in the proper one championship fashion we got a bunch of different fights going on in this card we got the welterweight world championship at the top of the card mma of course but here's the thing and there's another name abba abbasov yeah i think that's it he is the current welterweight world champion not anymore because he missed weight and he uh lost his belt so right now this this was supposed to be a champion versus champion bout and the lightweight champion coming up to fight for the welterweight belt is uh christian lee who he's the brother of if you remember i when i first covered amazon on uh i mean one on prime video uh i think it was the first one or the second i don't remember but uh i we i covered his sister who's andrea lee fights in the same organization for one championship so their whole damn family is just a family of champs and fighters in general but uh christian lee is the lightweight champion moving up to welterweight to fight the champ there champ misses weight kind of a charles Oliveira situation except this one was a little more egregious like homeboy missed weight by like three or four pounds i think so he lost his belt on the scale so christian lee can still become a double champ if he wins if uh abusov wins it's basically vacant title and uh he does not win lee's belt because that's at a lower weight class so i'm excited to see this one christian lee's a badass just like his sister um they're exciting fighters and they always go in to try to get a finish and it's great um exciting fights so uh, abasov i haven't really seen much of him he may have been a champ but you know i don't follow one as closely so uh but what i do know about is that co-main event flyweight muay thai world championship rod tang uh who fought one uh, one <laughs> who fought mighty mouse demetrius johnson a while back actually on the first prime video card uh 
in a mixed rules Muay Thai and MMA fight and Demetrius won that so uh I think in the set yeah it was the second round he won that in the MMA round and choked out Rotang but you know Rotang's a well deck like highly decorated uh Muay Thai fighter so uh he's a he's a champ right now looks like they're both holding belts so did i miss something on this i might have i don't remember joseph lasiri let me look at this real quick uh strawweight flyweight oh i see okay no i did see this i just forgot all about this so joseph lasari lasiri is coming up from strawweight to fight for the flyweight championship against raw tank so was it flyweight to Strawweight. No, it is. Strawweight is the lower weight. Yes. I get confused too with one because welterweight is actually a higher weight than what welterweight in the UFC would be. I think I got that right. It's like a weight class up because of their hydration, you know, protocol and all that good that stuff. Like they don't they're not supposed to be cutting weight. So they actually moved their weight classes up uh one just to accommodate for that and i guess to help the fighters be able to you know make the weights that they're supposed to so straw weight to fly weight fighting for the belt double champ status Rotang though is no joke and i'm not sure that lasiri or lasari lasiri i think that's his name I'm not sure that he's got what it takes to take out Rotang, but i guess we'll see what else do we got here? Viviano uh, Fernandez is a badass. Fighting Steven Loman. That should be a pretty good fight. Cosmo Alexander versus Juan Cervantes. Cosmo Alexander is the guy that pretty much broke. Um, what's his name's face? Like straight up. Damn, why did I forget his uh, Sage Northcutt. Sage Northcutt went over from the UFC to one championship. And, man, they gave him Cosmo Alexander right off the bat, I think. And and Cosmo just broke that dude's face. Like, legit, multiple broken bones. Kind of haven't seen or heard from Sage for a while. I wonder what he's doing. That kind of reminds me. I meant to look that up. I think I saw him, like, a while back at an event or something. Um... But I haven't really seen him around, which is crazy because he, he was highly touted and, you know, he was kind of one of those up and coming fighters that a lot of had a lot of clout around him. And yeah, he dropped off a bit and then left the UFC, went to one and got murdered. Sad. I shouldn't say that, <laughs> but he did. I mean, like fucking that dude broke his face legit. So that should be a good fight. Because Cosmo Alexander is known to be that crazy marauder. Comes out, fucking whoops some ass, and goes home happy. So, <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, that's a Muay Thai fight. The Bibiano Fernandez fights MMA. I always got to double check because, you know, like I said, they mix everything up in one. So you got to pay attention. Uh, let's see, bottom of the main card. I'm not going to try to say those names, but that's an MMA fight. 
And see, they don't call it the prelims. They call it the lead card. You know, I think one's trying to stand out for themselves and be different than the rest. So that's why they do all the... And, I mean, it's based out of Singapore, too. So, of course, they're going to, you know, everything's going to be different when it comes to that. Uh, Jonathan Haggerty, the name I know not very well, but I've heard of him. Seems like a good up-and-comer. The other dudes, I don't know. Danielle Kelly's a great jiu-jitsu. Uh, uh, well, so they're fighting submission grappling. Um, Adam Waite, so that's 105. That's really small. Really small women. But uh, I'm not sure who her opponent is. Malchinova. Haven't heard much of her, but Danielle Kelly's. Check out her Instagram, too. Uh, that's a good one. But uh, she she's a great jiu-jitsu fighter, so... Yeah, that's about it. Liam Nolan versus Eddie Abasolo. I'm not that. I, I need to look. I can't keep up with all these guys, though. Too many. Too damn many. You, if you tell me that you can keep up with all the fighters in all the organizations and remember all of them, you got a pretty good talent. Because <laughs> I know not everybody can do that. Hardly nobody can do that. Even all these MMA journalists and stuff, you got to keep notes for a reason. And if I don't know much about a fighter, I'm going to say I don't know much about a fighter because I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know everything about it. And to have notes on every single one of these fighters is crazy. I mean, the prep for this takes long enough as it is. I enjoy doing it, but sometimes it feels like a chore just to get the prep going. I wish I had that skill of just off the top of my head. No matter what, though, to prepare all these visuals another thing so but i like doing it and i like being here doing this and talking about it all so i shouldn't complain <laughs> so uh next fights bkfc 33 so this one's kind of exciting because joey beltran's been in the fight game for a while he fought for bellator he's fought for multiple organizations um so, and, and I remember him from way back in the day. He was I, I don't know that he was in the UFC. I think he might have been for a short period of time. But, you know, I've always heard of him being in, around in other organizations. So, But he's fighting Houston Alexander, who was in the UFC for a long time. And he's just a badass. Fucking one of those one-punch knockout guys. So this should be a pretty damn good fight, being that it's... Uh, bare knuckle now instead of MMA which they both came from uh, let's see who else do we got on this card actually first let me remind you of Houston Alexander look at this oh. <laughs> so that's pretty much how most of his opponents wind up if Houston's out there fighting like he normally does Damn. Oh, that set that follow-up punch is nasty. I don't even know what organization this is. I'm trying to see. What does it say? Oh, it says BKFC, but hold on. They can't punch on the ground. I didn't think. I don't know. This is confusing. I didn't even pay attention to that when I first saw this clip. Wow. Ah, all right, anyway, I got stuck on that for a minute. That's crazy. 
Um, but yeah, that's Houston Alexander. And he had a crazy, crazy knockout against Keith Jardine, which, oddly enough, this guy kind of reminds me of him. If you remember Keith Jardine back in the day, uh, he, it, you might remember him from some movies. Keith Jardine has been in some movies. Always the bad guy. Pretty much always gets his ass whipped or gets killed. But in MMA, he was not that guy. I mean, he got worked a, a few times, but he was a scary dude to watch fight or to watch your favorite fighter fight against. But Houston threw this just dirty uppercut pretty much from his ankles <laughs> up into Keith Jardine's face and... I mean, blasted him out to outer space, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the kind of power Houston has. He just could never be consistent. If he couldn't get that big shot on you, he didn't have much to offer. Um, his grappling game wasn't great. But I did see him, you know, start to get a little better towards the end of his, you know, UFC career. But uh, he, I'm, I'm happy to see he's around because he wasn't around for a long time. Then he came back, and all of a sudden, he's in BKFC, which seems like a great fit for him. Uh, that's kind of what I see him doing is being in the in, in bare-knuckle boxing. It makes sense. So, let's see. I'm going to see. Do we have any other names I know in this? Uh, ooh, hold on. I, see, I don't understand this. don't have their first names it doesn't make any sense dakota cochran okay that's who i thought it was dakota cochran who he's uh he was in the ufc for a short period of time let's see who's peralta is his opponent uh eduardo per oh, okay that's not the right guy i thought it was anyway dakota cochran i know who he is I don't know really the rest of these guys, man. This is one of those cards. Yep. I'm gonna spend a bunch of time on it because I'm not really sure who the rest of these guys are. BKFC's like either they're gonna have a bunch of a bunch of notable names like ex UFC fighters or ex MMA fighters in general, or it's gonna be like two guys at the top you probably know and then the rest not happening. Don't know who they are. But this fight is taking place in Omaha, Nebraska, which I know Houston Alexander is a Nebraska native. So he must be hyped to be fighting in his home state. I'm not sure if he's from Omaha, but he's definitely from Nebraska. So, uh, moving on. Uh, let's see, we covered UFC. We covered one championship. We covered BKFC. And last but not least, we got Bellator 288. This one's interesting, which is kind of why I saved it for last. You start with the, with the more notable, great, hard fights, organizations. That's what I was looking for, organizations. <laughs> the UFC. That's going to catch everybody's eye right away because that's what most people watch. Bellator, it, it's hit and miss too. Kind of like I said with BKFC, um, you'll have some names at the top and then it'll trickle down into like i'm not sure who these people are but uh this fight i'm excited about which is a rematch uh vadim nemkov versus Corey anderson for the light heavyweight title now they fought before uh let's see 
person lost. Man, I can't remember. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, Corey Anderson's done pretty well for himself in Bellator. Uh, he was, he just couldn't put things together in the UFC, and it just seemed like he would he would get a couple good fights, a couple good wins, and then he'd fight somebody that was a higher rank than him, uh, kind of more of a higher profile fighter, and then he'd just lose and and kill that win streak, and he just kept doing that over and over again. So uh, Nemkov has been in the pretty much at the upper echelon of Bellator for a while now, so. Uh, this should be a pretty exciting fight. I, I'm, I'll definitely be watching out for this one because it's one of those fights that I've, I remember the first fight a little bit and the hype around it. And uh, like I said, Corey Anderson's been doing well for himself in Bellator, and you know he's kind of an off weird dude, um, very very religious, which I don't know why, but he puts that ahead of everything else. And in the fight game, that makes things a little weird. Uh, and he's very just... Like, he wants to be outspoken, but he doesn't know how to. So it's a little bit awkward. Uh, but the other fight on, is... Uh, is this... Yeah, Patricky Pitbull versus Usman Nurmagomedov. Who Nurmagomedov is, is legitimately... Uh, Habib's... Uh, not brother... Uh, cousin yeah so he's been on the come up in bellator for a while now of course he's under Maga madoff <laughs> so of course that's what uh of course he's gonna be on his way up and probably be the champ i'm not sure uh excuse me patricky pitbull is one of those guys that ha is, he's he's an exciting fast-paced fighter and he uh hiccups something it must be the, the jack and coke <laughs> need to lay off that when i'm uh podcasting stupid soda um the tricky pitbull is one of those guys that comes out fast paced um wanting a brawl and if you're gonna give it to him then you're fighting his game but as you know like every other nirmaga made off or just to be because i don't think the rest of them have the exact same last name but He's a great grappler and a great, you know, ground fighter. And he's got good hands. So this should be a pretty good one. And so we got two title fights, Bellator 288. I want to say there was a couple of other good fights. Daniel Weichel versus Timur Kazirif. Weichel has been... Damn, he's got a lot of fights. 42, 13, and 0. That's a lot of fights. 55 fights altogether in MMA. Damn. Uh, Tyrell Fortune versus Daniel James. Would be a good one. Uh, yeah. That's about it. So, these two world title fights, you know, taking that card and running with it, so... Could be pretty good. I'll be watching out for both of these because I am interested in both of these fights. Uh, see if Anderson can get that, can get that belt, and see what uh, Usman and Magomedov has to has to give to uh, Patricky because Patricky has a brother, Patricio Pitbull as well. So the Pitbull brothers, they've been around for a while, had huge beefs with like. 
Michael Chandler, Eddie Alvarez, uh, guys like that that are all, you know, have been to or were once at the UFC. So, yeah, pretty good. Um, I think that's it for now. I mean, a lot to cover. I didn't go deep in all of them, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, let's see. I think I had... Let me look real quick. I think I had one other thing to go over. Maybe not. Nope, I think that's it. So, just about an hour. My back is killing me. I'm tired as hell. Uh, I get to leave tomorrow, so I'm happy about that. Just hoping I get to leave early. Uh, still got some work to take care of, but it busts my ass, and it's been tiring. And I don't get to relax in my comfortable couch or sleep in my comfortable bed. But I'm out here making that money, getting shit done. Spend way too much time on the phone because I'm getting phone calls all day. Fucking annoying. But it's part of the job. So can't complain too much. And, you know, I'm grateful I have a job and a pretty good one at that. So, yeah, just uh, at, at this point in time of the week is when I get tired of being, you know, away from home. So I miss my kids and my wife and my house and my dogs and just being able to relax and be comfortable after work instead of feeling like everything's going to cramp up. I have this pain right here. It's killing me. It needs to go away. Need to take some Advil or something and sit back and do nothing for a little while. But if you're here with me, still, I appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you know when I go live or when a new episode is out. I've been going live lately, and that's what I plan on doing all the time. Hopefully those problems don't happen. Hopefully I don't wind up out of town again soon. Uh, with shitty internet because then I can't go live, so that sucks. Uh, I might be out of town soon again. Sucks ass, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I'd appreciate it if you like this video and any other ones you watch, or just go like them all for me. That'd be cool too. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. I like to remind everybody of that. And. Don't forget to follow me on social media. They've been running down at the bottom, but here it is a little blown up for you. Going rounds podcast everywhere except for Twitter. It's going rounds pod. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. I'm on all of it. So follow me if you don't want to follow all those accounts that you see everything at. You can follow me and just see it all there because I like to repost everything, all the big news. Oh, if you heard about Israel Adesanya getting arrested, he wasn't really arrested. He kind of got detained for a minute because he had brass knuckles in his luggage. It was a gift. He didn't really even know that it was there, I guess. I guess he got the gift and didn't really open it. I don't know. Pretty crazy. But there was stuff going around about how he was arrested. He got released right away like, Within a couple of hours, he was done and on his way home. 
but yeah, it was some news that was going around a lot. I heard earlier that he was really just detained. He didn't really get like full on arrested. So, you know, they take those stories and run with them when they can. So if you heard about that, don't worry. Izzy's fine. He's not in jail. He's not going to go back to jail. He'll probably have to pay a fine or something. I don't know. But it sounds like it was over fairly quick and everything's all good. But that's just a little bit of extra news for you I, that I forgot about earlier. Probably what I was thinking about when I said I had something else. Uh, but yeah, follow me on social media. And if you don't watch on YouTube, you can listen to me on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Pod, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. Everywhere you get podcasts. If you can't find it on your favorite podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts, let me know. Um, comment on something. Let me know that you can't find it, and I'll try to get it on there for you. That's for audio only. Um, Spotify has video as well, so you can watch it there if you don't want to keep YouTube going in the background. Um, but yeah, anyway, still uh, like and subscribe if you are watching it somewhere else just to you know, get the numbers up there for me. And to let me know everybody likes it. So that'd be cool too. Here we go. <laughs> so you can also catch me on a few other podcasts because I do other podcasts if you don't know by now. Final episode is on Sundays at 7 p.m. on Instagram. Now I got two things rolling. That's cool. <laughs> that one. Um. Final episode on Sundays at 7 p.m. on, did I say Instagram? I probably did because I was looking at that. It's on YouTube uh, on the final episode podcast channel. You can also catch me on Enough to be Dangerous, which is a newer uh, podcast that I'm on now, recently. Just been on a couple times, but uh, yeah, I'm going strong with those guys too. Enough to be Dangerous is on Twitch at 7 p.m. on which, like I just said, <laughs> uh, oh, Tuesdays, that's that's what I was trying to say, on Tuesdays. Uh, and then the Rumble is kind of a mashup of the final episode, enough to be dangerous, but let's get real. All of us are on all these podcasts, <laughs> except for the final episode is really just me, Magix, and Tommy. But the other two is basically the same guys, all five of us. Um, yeah, the Rumble's on Wednesday, 7 p.m., Arizona time, by the way. All this is Arizona time. I'm sorry if I can't tell you what time it's on for your time, but take Arizona time and add or subtract whatever amount of hours. Pretty easy to Google it and figure it out. Uh, but anyway, the Rumble, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. on YouTube, the final episode podcast YouTube channel. Go check it out. I like to make sure I bring that up because I am on all these podcasts, but even if I wasn't, I like all these guys are cool. Uh, they help me out a lot, and we're always trying to lift each other up with, each, well, all of our podcasts. DJ Tommy's got one coming out soon, I believe. The Tommy cast, we'll see what happens. He's got to show off those tour SM7B somewhere, right? <laughs> anyway, thanks again for uh, being with me today, and um, yeah, we'll see you next week back back at the house with the good background and that's about it catch me next thursday have another new episode another preview another recap mma news 
all the good stuff in combat sports. Catch it here on Going Rounds Podcast. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Peace. Let me catch up here and do what I'm supposed to do. Later. <laughs>